0: Hi, this is Kevlex Walker, and you are about to hear a podcast of an interview that appeared on Shades of Blues here on The Cat. And there will be plenty more as we delve into the archives. Sit back and enjoy. I am delighted to say that I'm now joined on the phone by Marius Lyon, all the way from Norway. Marius, are you well? Yeah, I would say so. I've been doing quite fine. Good, 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 good. good. I'll be honest with you, you're someone who I'm unfamiliar with, but you are getting quite a name in the music business outside of Norway as well.
1: Well, uh, I guess I hope so. Uh, I just uh, keep on playing, recording, and uh, try to be uh, at the right places.
0: In the information I've got, it mentions your young age quite a few times, and... I was talking to somebody last year, I think it was, Piers Dipner, if memory serves correct, who is a young person who just released his debut album. And the thing about people referring to his age, is like, don't concentrate on my age, concentrate on my abilities. Is that how you feel sometimes?
1: Yeah, I guess uh, it's most important to think about the music and uh, if you enjoy it, you can listen to it. But uh, sometimes I think when i reach 30 years old that's uh, when uh I maybe be even better guitar player even better songwriter and stuff but uh, uh i guess it's better to listen to the music than to shake uh, off my age yeah
0: when did you first start getting into music
1: um it started really early actually because my father is a guitar player and uh, so i uh, I was very interested in guitars and music when I was like 2 years old. I was uh, watching Ray 1 on uh, all the video cassettes and uh, but I didn't start playing guitar uh, until I was 9 years old. So that's when like uh, it really started and we then made a band when I was 12 years old.
0: So was your father in the blues band then?
1: Yeah. We started out with uh, like more popular songs in you know, the Credence and stuff, but uh eventually we start playing blues. That's kind of what I always liked uh, because my father played when I was really young.
0: What was it about the blues when you were listening to all the other stuff, uh, folk music, pop music, whatever, what was it about the blues that grabbed you?
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know for sure, but, uh, uh, but when I listened to C-B1 when I was two years old, it, I guess it just captured me and when I Found it again when I was nine years old. Uh, I just understood something right away that this was something I enjoyed. It was uh, quite instant when I listened to it again because I had it, hadn't listened to much blues between the age of two and nine. But uh, when I got back to it, it was like, uh, yeah, it was something special. It's a lot of guitar. I love that. And uh, I, 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 I like things that aren't too uh, flashy. And I don't like, or I could like it, but uh, most times I don't enjoy much speed and intensity. Uh, it's, something about, uh, yeah, it's something about the blues. It's more... It's the feel.
0: It's the feel, yeah. Yeah. That's encouraging to hear because at the moment there's quite a few guitar wizards that are coming through who play 30, 40 notes a minute when two will do.
1: Yeah. I don't really care much about uh, playing a lot of notes. Uh, it's uh, it's always been uh, I've been captured by, you know, feel and uh, and melo- me- melodic lines. it's uh, that's always been my passion.
0: You say you were influenced by Stevie Ray Vaughan, but from what you're saying regarding the the style of play, do you look further back to the likes of BB yeah. King and people like that?
1: It started out with Serie 1 when I was uh, like two and nine years old, but then uh, I had to find out what he listened to, and then uh, I started listening to B.B. King, Alba King, Freddie King, and then uh, I also went even further back, so like T-Bone Walker is maybe one of the best guitar players, in my opinion, and uh, songwriters I have listened to, I guess, thousands of hours with uh, T-Bone Walker.
0: Right. I wouldn't say whose style the bass you're playing on, but... Who has influenced you more?
1: Uh, I guess uh, right at the moment it's um, it must be Jimmy Vaughn.
0: Right. yeah
1: uh, I just love his. It, it's it's he, he doesn't play a lot, but every time he do something, it's really meaningful. And I love his lines. Like uh, and you can trace it back to other guitar players in Texas, like like in Hopkins and Clarence Gatemar Brown. It's just I li- really like that style. So uh, uh, at the moment it's the uh, Jimmy Vaughn. And uh, but I, I I like to take other stuff, other styles of music, and like uh, blend it in the blues music. So uh, oh, that's also something that.
0: That's one thing that I saw in the notes here that you mix different genres from blues via Americana to West African music, and that bit yeah. caught, caught my eye because there was a documentary many many moons ago, before your time, where they were showing oh, yeah. uh, John Lee Hooker he was over in Chicago and you got, um, Ali Farkatori. Yeah, yeah. And the two styles of music were so similar and at the end of the documentary they got the two together playing and it was magical.
1: Yeah. Because, yeah, it's, it's based around some of the same ideas and, uh, I think, yeah, African uh, music, like West African uh, guitar playing and, uh, blues, it, it blends very well. So, uh, uh, I think it's really fun to explore those and and uh, and blend it together.
0: Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Like the rest of the world, you were locked away during 2020, and you wrote a lot of material during that time, didn't you?
1: Yeah, that's right. Because I was a lot at home. So and but uh, I, my closest neighbor is my grandfather, and in his barn, we have uh, my uncle and my grandmother has made a studio recording studio. So uh, I have a recording studio really close by. So we tracked uh, drums and bass and stuff. And I played a lot of uh, guitar and vocals in my living room. So uh, because that's where you had to be during the pandemic. So I was a lot home and uh, made ideas and uh, recorded songs. So uh, I guess it's something good came out of it.
0: Were the songs inspired by world events at that time or were the things that you'd been working on before the pandemic
1: yeah it was uh, i guess the pandemic like in um, the story this didn't uh, come out as uh, true uh, lyrics but uh, i used blues influences and, and other styles and uh, i wrote li- lyrics about things i was thinking about like uh people getting older and uh, the days passing uh, while I was getting older, <laughs> it was uh, stuff like that uh, it influenced the lyrics. Because uh, when you listen to old blues lyrics, some of them at least has personal uh, meaning. But if I am to copy that, it doesn't mean so much for me right now in the time where we are. So uh, I try to write uh, lyrics about the things I'm wondering about and thinking. And yeah, so it means
0: something today and for me. We've said before on this show that if you go back to the 1920s and 1930s and the songs that were written then, what they were talking about in the lyrics were almost like a snapshot of that time. So do you see the songs that you wrote while you were in the pandemic as snapshots of that time? In
1: some way, uh, I guess, I think the meaning would... uh be the same in ten years, and twenty years, but uh, it at least uh, capture what I'm feeling at the moment right now. And uh, songs about my grandparents, which are alive now, but will eventually not be here, like in twenty, 20 uh, or ten or twenty years. So it's kind of a snapshot of right now.
0: Mm. In 2021, you were selected as Norway's representative at the International Blues Challenge in Memphis. That must yeah. have been a massive thrill.
1: Yeah, that uh, was uh, really fun uh, and uh, exciting. But uh, I actually haven't uh, been to U.S. yet because it was uh, delayed because of the pandemic. But I'm going there next January. It was uh, decided in 2021, but it has been postponed. So but I, I'm looking forward to it.
0: I'm hoping to get over there myself next year. So if I do, I might well see you there.
1: Yeah, that would be good.
0: That would be good. Um, so the album that you got out at the moment, you're promoting that. Are you touring mm. with that?
1: Well, yes, I will uh, when it's uh, out. Uh, I'm uh, doing shows around in Norway, and I do play a lot of the songs that will be released, but uh, we we will uh, set up a tour uh, once it's released.
0: There's a thought that you were saying you got the studio... Right close by, you could go in and record the songs. Do you try them out on an audience before you go for that final take?
1: Yeah, Uh, I usually do that, or I it depends, but uh, I often make the song uh, like a demo Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: uh, then I uh, play it with a band. And uh, since they are a lot better drummer or bassist, I I usually record drums and bass myself on the demos, uh, but then. kind of the idea it uh, goes further when uh, I have good musician and uh, it's quite interesting to see how the audience responds to different songs so uh, uh, when it comes to which songs should be where on the album Mm. uh, which which song we should be the first one I guess that I would like to have something that's capturing the audience so uh, I I, I do play them live and uh, see how it responds
0: We've said before on this show that sometimes you can have the song all set in your head and then when you play it in front of an audience, something happens and you think, oh, we've got to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, because it's it's quite uh, interesting playing the songs and then you understand, okay, this part should be a little different and then you come up with new ideas, so it kind of evolves into something a little bit different. So uh, I I like the idea of giving it a little bit of time to kind of mature and and you find the the final structure of the song, what you want it to sound like in the end.
0: Once the album has been released, you're going on tour, will that include the UK?
1: Uh, I hope so, eventually. Uh, I have some contacts there, so uh, I'm helping them uh, get some uh, gigs in Norway, so they may help me... Uh, get some gigs there because I'm not I've not uh, played in England or UK before, but I hope to travel there in up uh, to distant future.
0: Uh, in the notes that we've got, it mentions uh, your mentor. Is it Vida Musk? Yeah, Vida Musk. Yes, that's great. How has he influenced or guided you?
1: Uh, first of all, I listened to his records when I was uh, younger, as a kid, and uh, and I still listen to them, and. Um, I got to know him uh, some years ago, and uh, he's always uh, been a hero of mine. So, uh, but he has been kind enough to spend a lot of time with me. We have uh, been playing guitar, playing concerts, and we have been recording and just sitting around talking for, yeah, I guess thousands of hours. And uh, and he is uh, he has learned me a lot of guitar playing, like not not as a teacher, but more like have you listened to this line? And he showed me and uh, and he played a line and I tried to learn it and we are kind of exchanging ideas and uh, and he's uh, telling me about different uh, musicians I should listen to and different records. So uh, he's influenced me in many, many ways.
0: Will there be or has there been a collaboration CD in the future with just the two of you?
1: Uh, That would be great. We have actually talked about it and uh, I think it's most likely would happen eventually. I actually have have been playing a bit on his newest record and he has uh, also been uh, singing a bit and playing some guitar on my recording. So we are both contributing to uh, each other's records. But to make a record together, that would be really nice. And I I guess it most likely will, will happen sometime.
0: I look forward to it. Marius, it's been an absolute joy talking to you. I wish you all the best for the future, and thank you for taking the time out to do this.
1: Yes, thank you so much as well. It's been great.
0: And I hope you enjoyed that little interview there, and there will be more as we record more for the show, and we are going to delve into the archives and pull some of the old ones out as well. So, plenty more to come, and of course, if you want to hear the whole show, there is always listen again. I'll see you next time. Take care.